Hello there, it's Gina Gardner here. I'm the author of Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success and Fulfillment, which has become an international number one bestseller. And I'm also the founder of the Thrive Together tribe. I'm joined, as I usually am, by my good friend Rachel Davidson, who is a spiritual novelist, and her book, The Point of Me, is also an international bestseller. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our theme today is about managing our mood. And there are lots of things, of course, which go um, towards managing uh, one's mood. But of course, your mood then colours everything. It colours how you're feeling, but also every interaction that you have with other people, your interaction with life and the world and so on. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important that uh, that we recognise that our mood actually it's our responsibility isn't it it certainly is you know our emotional sense of well-being mm. is so often given to somebody else to control mm. i mean how often do you hear people say oh you made me so cross or she made me so angry yeah or i'm so frustrated with fred or bertha or whoever yes when the reality is nobody can make you angry, frustrated, cross, unhappy, unless you choose to, let them. I, I remember the first time I heard that concept, Gina, and I was in my 20s, early 20s, I guess, and I'd been sent by the big company that I worked for at the time on a on a sort of a, a psychology, customer service-y type um, training course, and there are two things that I can remember from it. The first one is that the teacher wore yellow socks, and he would he said that because, <laughs> because the human brain is very visual, this is probably the only thing you'll remember from the course, I'm wearing yellow socks. And well, he installed that as it, well, it, as it, a belief. Yeah. Yes, he did. And, and the other thing I remembered, mm-hmm. pertinent to this radio show, is he said uh, about this issue of your emotions are yours and you control them, and nobody can make you angry to pick on an emotion. You choose to become angry based on a response and of many responses that you could have to situations and anger is one of them and I can remember going home and talking to my then uh, husband and a couple of friends about it and they just didn't get it but for me I really had a bit of an epiphany moment of ah ah it's very interesting I work with clients who and although I want to make it very clear you don't have coaching necessarily because you've got a problem I mean coaching is really helpful in terms of getting the best out of life yes but it's quite common for people to come because they have got an issue or at least start coaching because they've got an issue and so often they express how unhappy they are because of somebody else yes and I think it's really important to recognize that you have a choice and you have a choice and everything you say everything you do the way in which you say or do it, whether to say or do nothing at all, is absolutely up to you. Mm. Now, every choice has consequences. Yes. Every action or lack of it has consequences. Yes. But that's your choice. And when we're open to that choice, and we've talked about this on other shows, yeah. that has a huge difference. Yeah. But I think it's important, when you're looking at emotional intelligence, and that's really what we're talking about, managing your own state first Mm. is really important and so if you've got to hold somebody to account if you want to tell somebody that what they're doing is not appropriate or not good enough Mm. or well done Mm. then managing yourself first is really important yes and for me aggression 
is never the way forward. No. You can be assertive. Yes. But if you're in a in a, a negative mood, if you're angry or frustrated or desperately unhappy, mm. I would say go and get yourself together first before you tackle it. I mean, that's a key point, isn't it? Because although it's very easy to say, oh, it is a choice to choose what your emotional response is. The reality, of course, when you're in the moment and you're being triggered and you've got habitual stories coming into your head and voices that, that aren't possibly, you know, the, your highest self voice. And and it can be very hard in that moment to actually take, take the breaths, calm yourself, remove yourself without flouncing or shouting <laughs> it's quite interesting the whole business that you know so much of what we say is body language it's yeah. not completely non-verbal and I can remember I was working with a client who said but I don't say anything um, mm. and the partner said yeah but you you flounce out of the room and you slam the door mm. and that says a thousand words yeah. um and I don't want to get stuck on this because there are other things I'd like to cover in this um, this session about mood. Yeah. But I would say to you is it's all right to say to somebody, I need to get myself together first yeah. and then we'll need to talk. Yeah. And even if you leave it for you know, a few hours or for a day yeah. until you are able to manage yourself, yeah. that makes better sense than going at it bald-headed and... and burning bridges yes. or pushing somebody into a corner from which they have no escape other than to be aggressive back yes yes you start to trigger them yeah um so i want to actually look at some of the external factors that yeah. have an impact on our mood mm. and i'm going to mention a few but i don't want to work on them i want to talk mainly about the impact the media has on our mood and yeah. and our, our but i need to acknowledge that you know whether your your health has a huge impact on your mood, um, the the these where your relationships are and how those yes. are going, yes. whether you enjoy your work, yes. your financial situation, yeah. there are a whole range of things that have an, an enormous impact on our emotional well being, yes. and I think those are themes that some of which we've covered and others which are are themes for other shows, um, but I'd like to get on to this whole business of media bombarding us on a, a, a several times a day mm. for many people mm. with images with sounds with stories that are 99 percent yeah. negative yeah they look and they're a window onto our worst nightmare most of them yes um you know whether it's famine or warfare and you know, we live in a world that has many, many troubles. Y yes, and uh, uncertainties. and Huge uncertainties. And they, they play on that um, constantly. And I have a bugbear about the standard of journalism, which I won't rant on about because <laughs> I could get on my soapbox. But, but it does, it's relevant to, to this in the sense that um, there's so much rhetoric and opinion put out there as if it were fact and if you're not careful if you don't analyze and parse the language that's being used you can you can hear it as truth yes uh, and all of it is on the negative side all of it is I would reckon 99% of the news that we read that we mm. listen to on the radio that we see on the TV mm. is negative yeah and I think there's a number of layers to this. Yes, it's happening. And I think it's important that I say right from the start, I do think it's important that we don't just 
ignore it, yeah. that it is happening and we need to be aware so we can make sound decisions when we vote, for example, yes. and take action over those things which we can do within our community, perhaps within our own country. But you know, when you look at the stuff that's happening on the world news, I think so many people just feel helpless. Yeah. You know, I can see people starving. I can see people being blown to bits. I can see children suffering. But what can I do about it? Yeah. Okay, I can send a bit of money, but I, I don't actually have any power to do anything. Yeah. And that sets up a, a, a whole range of things within us. Yes. And I think part of that is that it's generating this low-level sense of continuous fear. Yes. Which has an impact on all of the stress hormones, yes. this sense of not being able to fix it, because yes. we as human beings love to fix things, don't yes. we? Yes, But also that, you know, that sense of this is being done to us, we have no control over that, yeah. um, I think becomes, over time, really negative yeah and it's not that long ago is it that things were reported in the newspapers yeah. and it would be at least the next day or it would be mm. a week before yeah. or even longer before that news broke yes but now we have people with mobile phones who are reporting themselves in real time yes social media picks it up yes we know the news as it's happening yes now, there's an argument that, that this is a fantastic thing, and this is an argument that's mainly used by media types. <laughs> and, and I accept that, that there is an element of truth in that it is a good thing. But, but the, thing, the thing that makes me stay away from watching news channels and actually from watching sort of streamed media in the sense of just, I don't turn the television on and just sit there of an evening watching whatever comes on next, um, and that's because, um, no, I've completely lost my point on where I was going, Gina. Well, I, I would say to you that, that when you are watching um, unfiltered, and I don't mean the news unfiltering, I mean you, un, one, unfiltering the news, yeah. and that you, you don't actually take time to take a step back and think, is this the real story, first and foremost? Is this yes. a balanced story? Yes. But is this representative of the world in general yes because it would be easy to think that there is there are only emergencies disasters wars famine happening yes. and yes. we don't hear the balance around how for most people for most of their life yeah. and for many people all of their lives yeah. they're never going to be touched by any of this stuff no. Yeah. And that actually, on our in our day to day living, we can make a positive difference. Yeah, and I've just remembered the point I was trying to get to before my brain shut down, and that is that the television um, is such a fast moving world, yeah. and it, it's so fast food like in that you're meant to consume this, this terrible disaster piece of news and then and, and process it emotionally and, and have you know some kind of response to it and then literally the next day they've moved on to something else some, something quite inane in comparison to the terrible news that you were given the previous day and and as human beings that we're not designed to do that as you were saying in, in previous times when media was the printed word and then it moved to the telegraphic word. 
and it's almost like because the beast is growing it needs to be fed and so now it's just about content and this I would boldly say in my um, acknowledged ignorance that they don't really care what they're feeding this beastie called the news and the media as long as there's something yes. as long as something's saying something it doesn't really matter what it is and that that's just really dangerous if you're just sat there passively watching and taking and not and not mindfully thinking well is that the truth or is that the case or why would that person be on here saying that i wonder what their agenda is and if you're not analyzing what you're seeing you're just being really passive and just well a bit of bit of a robot in my humble opinion i, I think that's all very very true for me the thing that i i think that i'm most concerned about is our brains i think i've said many times before are rather like an old-fashioned vinyl record and they get stuck mm. in to grooves yes so if you get into a stuck into a groove which is life is negative there's nothing i can do about it it's all terrible then that has an impact on our daily living because we get more of what we focus on yes so we then start to um bl to block out the good things now, it's said that in any given moment, we have access to millions of pieces of information through our senses, what we can see, hear, feel, touch, smell and taste. Mm -hmm. Now, if your brain is then into that focus of let's find the negative, yeah. then the brain wants to please, the unconscious brain really wants to please you, and so it starts to not see the positive. Yes. And so we've got all of this external information coming in, taking over the patterning of our brain. Right, yeah. So that gives people a sense of hopelessness, a sense of, mm. of depression. I don't think it's any surprise that there are more people on antidepressants yeah. now than at any other time in history. Yeah. Yeah. Now, partly because they exist, and we could have a whole different discussion about the pharmaceutical industry, mm -hmm. but also I think... A lot of that is created because people feel overwhelmed. Mm. There are definitely studies out there that have proven that television um, leads to depression, leads to anxiety. Um, def that you know that it's it's a very very clear case that if you sit in front of the television without being mindful about what you're doing, and I think once you get into this cycle, mm. that it yes, it is depressing looking at the news. Mm. Um, and if you have other things going on in your life which you feel are out of control, mm. then I think it has a, a, a really big impact. I, I mm. don't know that news of itself causes depression. Mm. I think it's the way in which it's watched and the that in conjunction to things that are going on mm. in your life. Mm. Rather than, let's start to redress the balance. Mm. Why is it that 99% of news is bad? Well, I was just thinking of that actually because there is a lot of lovely stuff that happens in the world and but it never gets on the television well you get to see the big things i i went to the uh, the 2012 olympics oh, in london fabulous and we went to a couple of events on the general olympics and we went to the opening of the para olympics 
They used thousands of volunteers. Mm. We went on the train. Everybody was smiling. People mm. talked to one another. Mm. There was a buzz in London yeah. that was very different to anything I've ever experienced before. Yeah. And it was because everybody felt involved with the good news. Yes. The same is true of the big charity events. You know, you think of children in need um, or sports relief. And those yeah. of you that are listening abroad, I'm sure you've got your versions yeah, of this. Big telephones, yeah. Now, I think for me, there's two levels to this. There are the people who are actively involved mm. in doing things to make a difference, to raise the money. Mm. And then there are those who perhaps give some money, but mm. are spectators. Yes. And I think the level of what you get out of these situations... Mm is going to depend on whether you're a spectator or whether you're actively involved. But either way, what you have is a really good feel-good factor. And I think it's important that we're not patronising about that. Mm. You know, when you look at, um, you know, famines, I can remember in my childhood, probably the first one that that really had international note in terms of the media coverage was Mm. the famine in Biafra. Right where you saw day after day as you were eating your tea, Mm. children dying in front of your eyes because Mm. they didn't have enough food to Mm. eat. And I think that's a travesty in modern day Mm. um, human existence. But you got fatigued by it, compassion fatigue in the end, that actually it became less and less impactful because you saw it more and more. And I think over the decades that's become... A real factor. Yes. That it's easy to dismiss it as it's not quite real. It's yes. almost like watching a film, watching a movie. Yeah. And dismissing its reality. Yeah. Because the human misery for each of those people was huge. Yes. Yes. But we can't necessarily impact on that. No. However, what we can do is we can impact hugely on the people around us. Yes, and, and the, the derivation of tele comes from the Greek for remote, and that's the point. You are always going to be remote. It's not necessarily, it's not always a bad thing. As you say, you know, the involvement around the Olympics and the bringing of issues to our attention yes. is a good thing about the media. But if you, if you never then go and move that into, like, you know, in inverted commas, real life, then you're missing out on that human connection that is necessary for happiness. And that for me, I think you the, the, hit the nail on the head, is that human connection. Yeah. And one of the things that it strikes me is, I, d- I don't think it's sensible to ignore the bad news. It's there and it can lead to movements that actually make a difference. Right. But I think there needs to be a balance. Yeah. And I think if we were able to see all of the good things that are going on in life, the people who put themselves out, um, either in a small way or, you know, people who dedicate a huge amount of their lives to making a difference to other people. Yeah. You know, they get occasional mentions when there's an award show, but it's not part of our daily diet, is it? no. The people who inspire us because despite the difficulties, they get on and make the best of their lives. If I was to become queen tomorrow, yes. which obviously isn't going to happen. Oh, I don't know. Queen <laughs> Rachel has a, a ring to it, doesn't it? I'm, I'm queen of my own little little um, little world. If I was to become queen tomorrow, I would um, demand that for every half-hour news programme, at least 15 minutes had to be on positive 
things and I would provide the balance that way. Well, <laughs> I'd like to actually invite all of our listeners. Mm. I want to start a good news channel. Mm. I want to start helping people recognise that, you know, whatever difficulties you have in your own life, even on, I know, you know, I've had some pretty dark days, particularly, you know, when I couldn't walk for the second time. Yeah. But even on those dark days, there are things that you can focus on which are really positive. Yes. And if they're not around people in your life, yeah. then, you know, you've only got to look out the window yeah. and, you know, look at the sky or, you know, a sunrise or a sunset. You, yes. It's spring in the UK at the moment. And every time I go down, I haven't got a big garden, but every time I go down my uh, my garden, something else has popped out of the earth. And we've had a really bad winter. Yeah. But, you know, the... The snowdrops came through the snow, yeah. and you know we've got things popping up, and yeah. so there, there were are peony buds in my garden. I'm so pleased that the peonies survived the winter. Nice <laughs> little happy moment for me. Absolutely. So you know, it's about your focus. Mm. What you focus on, just said, what you focus on gets more. If you yes. only focus on the bleak, you'll get more bleak. Yes. If you focus on the positive, it doesn't miraculously change the world, yeah. but it does enable you to feel more resourced, to feel better able yeah. to deal with what's going on. Yeah. And actually, you know, there are so many good things, particularly mm. if you're listening to this radio show, the chances are that you are one of the favoured people in this world, that mm. you have got a roof over your head, you've got clean water to drink, that you yeah. are able to um, to feed yourself and yes. to manage. It might yes. be hard, I'm not saying it's necessarily no. easy, but you compare that to many people for whom their next meal is uncertain. Yeah. yeah. We're lucky. Yeah, extremely. Um, yes. So for, I would like to invite people to share their good news stories mm. about themselves or people that they know or mm. people that they've heard about. Mm. Um, people who inspire them. Mm. People who motivate them. Yeah. The things that make them feel good. Yeah. That we can start to redress the balance and we can start to share those through the social media platform mm. um, and actually start to make in our own small way mm. a difference. Yes. Because everything has to start with us, doesn't it? We, yeah. are, we are the only people we have responsibility for. Yeah. Unless you're talking about very tiny children. Yeah. But, you know, We've got a lot to learn from small children mm. because they're sunny, they're optimistic, they mm. they are looking at the world through glasses which see good. Mm. They don't mm. dwell on the difficult and the mm. negative, do they? Yeah, and and I think that's because they are, generally speaking, quite unaware of all the other messages. But my children have definitely watched too much news in my view because they will say things to me like, yeah, but Mum, North Korea is going to drop a nuclear bomb on us, <laughs> and they mean it. And and actually, they spend mental time worrying about it. And I think that's really a challenge. How do you get the balance between making them aware? Yes. But also, are we engendering a level of fear mm. that it's not as if they can do anything about it? This is exactly what I say to them, and I say, well, you know. It's good that you're aware of a political situation that's going on in the world, but there's nothing you can do about it in now, in this moment. Uh, and even if it was actually happening, there's nothing you could do about it. 
There's a, a body, a growing body of thought which looks at energy. Yeah. And they've done some experiments where people have got together and they have meditated and their meditation has been around sending love and peace. Yes. And that might seem very pink and fluffy to our listeners. Mm, but I love it. However, <laughs> what they've found out, and this is now hard evidence, mm. is in those places where they have done it, yeah. for the time that they have been doing it mm. and a little after, yeah. the crime rate's gone down. There have been fewer um, acts of violence. Yeah. And you have to th- consider it's worth exploring. Yes. There were some experiments done with water where um, they had a control that was put in a lead-lined container and they put a glass of water into a room where people were being acrimonious and bitter Mm. and arguing Mm -hmm. and one where people were being Mm. loving and compassionate towards Mm. one another. And the molecular structure of the water had changed. Yes. And I think... Whilst we've not perhaps got definitive evidence that being positive, being kind, Mm. being compassionate, thinking and focusing on what we can effectively do that is is constructive and positive Mm. has an effect that is outside the parameters of that activity, Mm. it's worth doing anyway because it has an impact in the local situation. But actually... I believe quite passionately that the more of us who focus on love, and I don't mean that in the Disney sense of the word love, but love for me is the opposite of fear. Yes. That you are loving, compassionate, thoughtful, caring of yourself. Mindful, yes. Of other people, of the environment, of animals. Yes. Um, The more that will redress the balance of fear and evil. Yes. And, yes. you know, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. So it might seem like, you know, um, a, a, a drop of water in the ocean. Yeah, but... But the ocean is made up of lots of drops lots of, of water. Drops, exactly. They had to come from somewhere. They had to start from somewhere. And I know I'm not the only person, and we're not the only people saying this, but I'd like all of you who are listening, please send your good... Your good news stories send your inspiration send your motivational things mm. and please post those either as a video be lovely if they were videos yeah. or as a picture with a, a caption or with just write a few simple sentences yeah. as easy or as as complicated as you choose to make it and post those join the genuinely hyphen you.com facebook group that's genuinely hyphen you.com um Come and uh, send an application to, to join us and we will help you join. Uh, we'll take you yep. within the group and post your good news stories because we want to then spread those. Now, what I'm saying is if you post them, we would like to then spread them through LinkedIn, Instagram, yeah. um, uh, across the social media opportunities that we've got mm. within the website and... Um, and allow these things to grow. Yes. So really urging you, help us create a good news movement. Mm. Our good news movement. Mm. We're going to take over the hashtag good news. <laughs> I think that sounds great. You know, We'll use Twitter, we'll use Instagram, we'll use every platform we can mm. to create a bit of balance. Mm. Um, yes. 
And, you know, the more you engage in this, the more you are focusing on the good. Mm. So you're not just doing it to help us, to help others, mm. but it will have a positive impact on your mood too. Mm. Because the more you recognise that there are great things happening, mm. the more your brain will be calibrated to focus on the positive. Yes. And the more you do that, research has shown, the more you actually... Um, yeah, the get ha- positive. The happier and the and the freer you'll be. Research shows that on average, when something goes wrong, we tell thirty seven people. Yes, I don't think tell thirty seven people. No. Some of us have got part of my thirty seven. <laughs> but when good things happen, we only tell five. Yeah, I'd like to change that. Yeah. So tell us, so we can spread the word and yes. tell more people and redress the balance between. Yeah. The negative in life and yeah. the positive. Yeah. Doesn't matter how small it is. Yeah. yeah, it's significant, and you can make a difference. So please, genuinely hyphen you dot com. Uh-huh. Send us your good news story. While you're, if you want to go onto the genuinely hyphen you dot com um, website, um, then you can um, let us have your details, and we can send you. Uh, a free download of Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success and Fulfillment. But for me, go onto Facebook, mm. join the genuinely hyphen new um, Facebook group yes. and post your new good, your good news story. We really look forward to, yes. um, to, to sharing those um, and hopefully we can report back to the radio show um, yes. some of the responses that we've had. Time, yeah. So... Great to have been with you today. Thank you very much. Don't forget, video, a picture with a, 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 a caption, a story. Join the Genuinely Hyphen You um, Facebook group and let us know your good news story. So thanks for joining us. Take care and sending lots of love.